Hi, welcome to Awake TV. Today, Sue and I are gonna talk about how to stick with your truth and be in high vibration. Enjoy. Welcome to Awake TV. So, today, Sue and I are gonna talk about the choice freedom and stick to your own truth. So today, you know, we're talking about in general, you know, a lot of people are facing a lot of challenges and uh, life changes. Maybe because what's going on right now, or maybe this got nothing to do with what's going on right now, but you know, uh, people do make changes in their life because, you know, people no longer are needed to locate in the certain place they needed to live so they maybe want to relocate themselves to where they really wanted to go or people no longer had to do the job they really you know don't want to do now they are let go so they felt like they wanted to do the job they really wanted to do or because of the staying in the uh, house with someone who you are really not incompatible with and they discovered you know you no longer want to be with and then kind of move on to a marriage or relationship to something new anyhow a lot of people are facing a lot of changes and then challenges right now so we want to talk about how to stick with your own truth and the choice, which is reading empowerment and then, you know, um, loving yourself. So, Sue, what is your point of view on this? Um, I've had a number of situations uh, throughout my life where I was opting to, uh, I was making a choice about something for myself and, you know, what you find is whether you ask for it or not, a lot of people that probably genuinely care about you will come right in and offer up their opinion about whatever it is you're choosing. And um, so there's there's starter point one um, to talk about, which is uh, when you get um, outside input from people that are maybe well-meaning but are concerned about you and the choice you're making, um, how do you stick to that even though they might be opposing it? For example, um, maybe you, you're choosing to study a certain profession or go into a certain thing and uh, you get mom or dad or a relative that comes in and says, but you're not gonna make any money doing that. <laughs> um, I've heard that one. And- uh, Oh my thing. Yeah, and- um, when I was going, I was going to go into nursing back in the day before I went into social work. And uh, I had a very close family relative that said, oh, you don't want to do that job. It's a dirty job. It's not, you don't get any recognition and, and um, it's just dirty. You don't want to do that kind of work. You don't want to be wiping people's butts and blah, 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 blah. So um, I listened at that time, and uh, there are many times since then that I had kind of wished I had gone into nursing, but then I went on a different path. I let somebody else make my choice for me. I even let somebody 
make the choice for me what musical instrument I decided to study when I was in school. And uh, I was one of those people that wanted to either play the saxophone or play the drums. And the drums would not have been allowed in my house because you have to practice, right? So that's too noisy. And um, I ended up choosing the French horn and I was really good at it. And I played, tr I learned how to do the trumpet because the valves are very similar afterwards. But um, I still, 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 I'm someday going to buy a saxophone and uh, hire a teacher and learn how to play because I, I love it so much. So in other words, um, we can really allow our lives to be altered by listening to outside sources. So there's, there's number one, when you make a choice about something, chances are, and if it's a big something, you've given it some thought. You've put your intuition and your what you naturally like to do and what you find interesting into that decision. Don't let somebody come from outside of you, no matter how well-meaning they are or how much older than you they are, come in and jazz it up and put a monkey wrench in it because their opinion is whatever. I want to so add something here. Please. Um, because you have your all soul contract and your soul map. So you know yourself a lot better than anybody else. Doesn't matter that's your parents or your husband, your boyfriend or your best friend or your relatives. They may have a well-meaning because of whatever they went through and this stuff didn't, you know, make them happy at the end of whatever happened to them. But they don't know your soul blueprint. You know better than anybody else. So mm -hmm. this is another reason why when you end up listening to other people instead of listening what you really want from bottom bottom of your heart it doesn't turn out to be happy result emotionally gone yeah no i agree with that completely um so an example in the other direction when i decided to go into the army um, my reasoning at that time were jobs were kind of scarce around here. I had left um, doing the kind of social work that I was doing because it was harmful to me. Um, there's a lot of reasons and it's a long story, but uh, I was a child protective investigator. So you can imagine what that picture looked like. And I was spending less and less time at home dealing with my own family than I was other situations. So I decided to leave that and I the reason I went into the army, um, well, the primary reason was because I could go in as an officer and I could make a good living and I could work for 20 years. How I thought at the time I was going to be in the behavioral sciences, you know, get my master's degree and be a counselor and help people with PTSD and all that kind of stuff. It didn't turn out that way, but so, so many people were like, well, you're 40 years old. You're crazy. Why are you going into the army? I was in the best shape of my life. I had trained for eight months on my own. I found out what I needed to do and I just trained and I got there. Um, I studied the exam to get in. And so I got like a really high score on it. I could pick whatever job I wanted. Um, but I was determined that that's what I wanted to do for stability of my family. Um, the military offered a certain, so I could do what I love doing, which is helping people, and I would have that financial stability. That's where my head was at that time. But so, so many people 
don't do it, don't do it. As it turns out, I was only in for eight months. I ended up coming home because I had to take care of family members that had um, my parents were ill and had physical problems. So I had to come home. And luckily, I was able to come home without uh, with an honorable discharge. So people could around me could say, see, I told you so. Why did you? Uh, I learned a lot from that experience about myself. I realized that I was stronger than I ever imagined I could be. I, I got through uh, basic training with flying colors. I got through AIT, which is advanced individual training with flying colors. And, you know, they were hesitant to let me go, but they did. Um, I learned a lot in those eight months and uh, about my own strength, my, my ability to, um, to, to proceed in the face of adversity and how to handle myself, how to advocate for myself. And my family learned a lot with me being away. Normally kind of like stuff like, gosh, mom did a lot around here, <laughs> but um, they missed me, you know? So we all learned a lot from it. So if someone could turn around and say, oh, well, that was a mistake. See, we told you, you should have never done that. No, people, if you go after something that you believe in and you really think it's the best for you and it's something you want to do, still go for it. Even if it doesn't work out, you're still going to gain something from it. You're still going to grow from it. You're going to learn from it. And you can't look at something that didn't quite pan out the way you expected it to as a failure. Um, so that's part of staying in your own personal power. It's like I chose something. I had an, a vision. I had a way forward and I did it. In the end, I didn't stay with it, but I grew. Everybody grew from it. And I don't look at that as a failure. I look at it as sort of a triumph because it was a gutsy move. Mm -hmm. um, so that's how I think I'm telling you guys this story because I'm agreeing with what Erica is saying. We have soul plans and there are certain things that we are, we wanted to as a soul accomplish in this lifetime. And so we got to go with our intuition. What is our heart telling us we want to do? If we really get excited about something, chances are that's it. Go in that direction, but don't put an attachment on it and say, well, if it doesn't work out exactly the way I thought it would, then it's a failure. I mean, don't go into things with that kind of mindset. It's much freer to say, hey, this is kind of an adventure. You know, maybe nobody's ever done this before or nobody I know, and they don't understand why I'm doing it but that's okay because I'm going to do it anyway um you never know until you try yeah and then you know um Steve Jobs was talking about connecting dots and then when you're following your heart of doing something you really want to do um each dot will connect you to each other like mm -hmm. my life I always wanted to get out of Japan because I always knew or I always knew that uh, I don't belong there you know um Japanese people can be very um different um you know in U.S. we have a lot of racial um cultural you know conflicts but people are a lot more tolerant with each other you know, we are still all learning, 
to accept the each other's differences, different opinions, all that kind of stuff without being emotional and attacking with each other. But like Japan, you kind of have to be the same when uh, you know other people have to tell you to do this way, just like a, how all of us are feeling the situation in the US right now. You have to conform into one way of thinking. You can really have different opinions. It's a very like prison environment for me. And also when you happen to have, you know, a multicultural background like myself, it's not always easy because they always tell you to choose, you know, to be Japanese, act like Japanese, look like Japanese. You know, I mean, when I was in junior high school, like took me about 45 minutes to do my hair to look similar to my, you know, Japanese fellows because I don't have Japanese hair, you know? Um, anyhow, it's just very difficult to conform yourself into something you are not. So yeah. I always wanted to get out of the place where I looked at as a prison and I wanted to get to more freedom, like place of freedom. So, you know, I end up being a proud American citizen, you know, and then I'm really happy that I can be who I am. And then I don't think, um, I don't have to conform to anything that I can, I never thought too much cultural shock when I moved here because Besides language, the way I'm thinking was not that different from, you know, regular American people thinking. So I didn't really have to conform myself to American way or I never thought, wow, this is so foreign culture. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I felt really comfortable being here. And then I met certain people. Of course, a lot of people tell you what to do, like choice of career or choice of whatever, but I chose, I ended up choosing what I really wanted to do in every single point of my life. And then when you connect the dots, like for example, me withdrawing from um, entertainment and the branding thing and doing coaching, like how is this connecting dots? But whatever the stuff I learned from entertainment and the branding stuff, I can still use in my coaching business. I can still using for my educational entertainment practice. So all this dot is connecting like together. So I could say, hey, like I spend years of my time in entertainment field, but it didn't pan out like I thought. I didn't make my entertainment empire. Do I really see myself as a failure? No, um, I can still use all these skills and the knowledge I used at that time to what I'm doing right now. Like nothing is wasted. And then your higher self has this master plan to lead you into the direction where you need to be. So all direction you're following, as long as you're following your heart, everything fall into the place all that is connected to each other no part of your life you spend in relationship or in job is not wasted yeah. you get something out of it i agree it's 
our society here in America, I can't speak for other societies, but one thing I've noticed about a lot of Americans is we tend to live in terms of um, success or failure. It's like one or the other. And a lot of success is measured by money and things. And so, I mean, one of the key elements I think we need to talk about in this conversation is <laughs> what is success? Um, and I would contend that any experience that you go through that brings something to your life an understanding um, a different way of looking at things um, an experience something that you'll always remember may not always be the best experience but it, it's kind of added to your life in a way that um, it's, it's more multi-dimensional now because of that experience you see, you see things differently because of it those are all successes whether there's money attached to it or some kind of award attached to it or recognition or anything like that. I mean, I have so many stories that, you know, within my own in, in experience of life that I've not told anybody about and I don't feel the urge to, but they are the these experiences that I've had enriched my life in such a way because like you said there's there's steps there's building blocks there's um points along the way and you connect the dots and then then when you get a chance to look at the big picture you go oh that makes so much more sense now now I know more of who I am I know more of what I am I know why I serve um and I think ultimately that goes all the way back to recognizing ourselves as as source energy, as God spark, as um, part of the creator. We're all one, you know, unity consciousness. But every experience that we have along this thing we called life builds on that picture to be able to go, oh, wow. Now, if you want to talk about synchronicities, um, if you keep, we talked about this a whole long time ago, but I think it's worth mentioning again. If you keep getting messages that you're on the wrong path, in other words, um, little things start happening that make it come apart. And then you're not listening to that and getting out of that, you know, like your unhappiness just keeps getting bigger and bigger because these events or situations start happening and it tears it apart. That's kind of synchronicity telling you, this is not the path you wanted to be on as a soul when you made your plan. So you, we need to listen to that. Okay. Don't be hard headed and continue anyway when it isn't working out because then the universe will just keep giving you harder synchronicities to ignore and it becomes painful. <laughs> so, yeah. And um, we've given examples of that in the past. Um, so again, the heart connection, as you said, is the most important thing. Um, yeah. if what you're doing doesn't make sense to anybody, but you, that's okay. As long as you're being driven by what your real desire is. And if you don't know how it's going to work out, that's okay. And in the end, if other people think it didn't work out, but you, you got something out of it, then that's a success. Yes. I, I want to tell you guys that when you face a challenge, any kind of challenge and tribulation in your life, and then you overcame 
whatever the degree of the challenge, you are successful person because you overcame it. That's a success. Yeah. You know, so each time you overcome your challenge, congratulate yourself. No, if, even if nobody else is congratulating you, congratulating yourself and have a party. I do that all the time. Yeah. And it's very important to really, really focus on yourself to see how you see about yourself. Don't worry about how other people want to see yourself because, you know, to be honest with you guys, nobody going to care about you, really. I mean, if you have an amazing husband or wife who really loves you, maybe that person or amazing parents, but in general, nobody give a damn about you, about your happiness or your success as much as you do. So why don't you congratulate yourself and then pat yourself on your back and then be loving to yourself and be kind to yourself, which is not a selfish, that is self-love. Stop measuring success by these external things that you've been that we've been told and spoon-fed all these years. Well, if you this, you you're successful. If you look this way, you're successful. If you have this job, you're successful. If you have this house, you're successful. It's all garbage. I mean, <laughs> there are people that have gone out and spent time with, you know, like Aboriginal tribal people that, you know, they literally live in huts and they hunt every day. They have to carry their food and their water certain distances every day. They wear very little clothing and they're happy as clams. <laughs> their life is just fine. They don't go by any external societal um, pressures. And I've often been a little bit envious of those folks because they live so simply in our terms, you know, what we think living is. And yet, I don't think they'd change. They would not switch places with us. So, you know, let's change the definition of what success is and make yeah. it your own, make it your own definition. Yeah, have you define it. Have an own measuring stick. Like instead of comparing yourself to others, which never gonna amount to anything, compare yourself from yesterday or year ago. And then when you did a certain growth, you succeeded as a soul. And then if you keep on following your heart, what you're supposed to be doing according to your soul plan or higher self or universe or be a plan creator, you are going to be rewarded. Oh, and I never do this, but I'm going to do this during this video because the subject is so important. If you don't know what your soul plan is and if you're really confused about it and you don't you're not picking up a call one of us or another quantum healer or you know somebody of that nature and i'm not talking about necessarily a psychic i'm talking about somebody that's going to get you in an altered state of mind so that you can ask your own higher self yes what is it what is the direction we can help you you know, that's what quantum healing is all about. We'll get your mind quiet. We'll get you in a hypnotic space. And then you can ask your own self. Definitely. Where, what do I go next? I don't know what the signs are. I'm confused. 
it's okay to ask for help. We do it, right, Erica? You oh, and yeah, I? Yeah. We, we, We've done sessions on each other. We do sessions with other people. And mm -hmm. I mean, it's we, great. Can't, we can't hypnotize ourselves, even, even though how good we are. You know, we got to swap. <laughs> Which is fine. Well, I mean, if you want to do self-hypnosis, then just start working on meditation because it's very, it's a very similar thing, you know, but get you quiet. Really, you can really do series of regression by self-hypnosis, you know. I've had a couple of times where in sort of a dream state, I go to places, um, but, you know, that's kind of not really reliable. I'm talking about like, a, you know, if you're really confused about what your next steps in life are, let's just go ahead and, and have a session and find out. Let's, let's just ask myself. <laughs> and we're trained, you know, to help you get there. So one last thing I want to mention is this whole thing of age. Come on, people, knock it off. There's nobody who says you have to achieve something in some amount of time. Some people worry they're not ascending fast enough. Some people worry, well, I haven't done well enough in my career and I'm this age, or I, I'm afraid to start a whole new career like, and I'm this age. Well, I'm single age is, this age. Ages, exactly. Age is nothing. It's, it's a concept. It's a construct. It's, we are ageless, eternal beings. And, even if we get to the end of this incarnation in this body and we leave it, we're eternal, we'll have more. So like, don't say to yourself, I'm, oh, I'm 70 years old and I, I can't start something new. I cry bullshit because you can start something new at any age and you're only as old as you think you are. So think differently. Um, I'll still go, I'm, I'm 52, I'll still go out in my yard and I'll chop wood. Um, I'll do all kinds of physical things that a lot of people, oh, you do that at your age? Well, what age am I? It's, is 50 the new, the new 80 or what? Did I some, suddenly become disabled because I hit 50? I, I don't get that kind of thinking, right? Well, once you, you know, start living more heart-centered, quantum manner, you are kind of like peeling away yourself from those counting of age. You know, each time you have a birthday, it's kind of a reminder of yourself that sticking yourself to more of 3D timeline or could be 4D, 5D, we don't age. So um, why don't you start having practice of living yourself as who you are and forget about how old you are? Yeah. And, and our body knows what we believe it's capable of. So if I tell my body, oh, geez, I, got, I have a hard time getting out of bed every day, what's my body going to do? Yeah. It's going to give me a hard time getting out of bed every day. I mean, if we tell our body we can do something, and <laughs> our body's an amazing thing, but it goes by our consciousness. It, it listens to what we tell it. So stop telling yourself you're old. Stop telling yourself you have aches and pains or that if you lift a box or something that you're going to be sore for two days. Stop it because your body falls in line with what we tell it. It's, yeah, it's more you vessel. Say, you're self-hypnotizing, you know, yourself. Yeah. The guy I was dating with, he kept on saying he's an old man. And then uh, I knew him like two years ago. In two years, he really, really started looking old. 
started aging uh, visually? Yeah, because he didn't look like old when two years ago he could he could you know look like in late thirties or something like that or mid even. And in two two years he he kind of aged so much because I I'm thinking like he kept on telling himself I look old I'm an old man. Ah, uh. that's what what kind of like stuff gonna happen what, what you have to be really mindful of what you say to yourself what kind of word you choose to give to yourself because your body your cell everything gonna listen it's true it's it's the actual magic that is real because it's a spell like watch your words very carefully don't even say nasty things about yourself in joking because our words, the energy behind them, everything, it's, it, we're casting spells on ourselves in a sense that our bodies hear it and it believes it. It's just like, hey, whatever you tell us we're going to do, we're going to do. So if we're going to tell ourselves, I'm going to get sick, you're probably going to get sick. If you tell yourself, I'm healthy, I'm strong, I'm capable, I'm flexible, whatever, do that, please. Because you you know, if given the choice of one or the other, wouldn't you rather have the health and the ability and the strength that you always could, all the things that you could imagine you can be, wouldn't you rather have that? I'd tell myself that every day. Yep. And then, you know, uh, some of the friends, you don't think she's that pretty, but like her parents always told her, oh, you're so pretty, you're the prettiest girl in the world. So she has this confidence. And the guy is going to treat her like, wow, you're so attractive, even though she's not that pretty. So that is a world, world magic. Like, whatever you've been told by other people or to yourself, that's going to affect you, how you perceive yourself. And then your body will listen. And then you, you hold that kind of vibration. You know? I do a lot of work with self-talk because, uh, you know, as a kid, um, with the ADD, I was very hyperactive and impulsive. And so sometimes I would do stupid things. So I'd hear a lot, quit being stupid or don't be so stupid. And I don't think they did it to hurt me, but it was kind of like old European families. That's how they grew up. You know, kids were to be seen and not heard and were to behave a certain way. And I was certainly out of the box. And so I have to do a lot of self-talk for myself. Not so much anymore. I think I've transcended it, but in my you know 30s and 40s i'd have to catch myself because if i made a mistake or i dropped something or god forbid i spilled something on the table I go, oh you're so stupid why can't you pay attention why are you so hyper and all of those are messages that i heard as a child because i was hyper <laughs> but i was never stupid and so we have to catch ourselves doing that if we hear the old messages and we're saying them to ourselves catch yourself doing it stop and say no I'm not stupid I just made a mistake or I was in a hurry and I just bumped that glass not a big deal easy cleanup right that's how you deprogram those old tapes in your mind you yeah, reprogram yeah reprogram them with good loving messages that the choice you're making how do you talk to yourself what kind of word do you allow yourself into your life what kind of relationship 
you allow yourself into your life, you know? Yeah. Every day, every single moment is a choice. And then stick to your heart and stick to your truth means, you know, it takes time to see what you really want in your life. But once you know that, stick to that. Doesn't matter what other people say. Because you can only, you know, know how to make you happy. Other people don't know. You Even your husband, you have to tell him how to make you happy, right? So, yeah. guys, listen to that. Both ways, baby. Um, if, if someone doesn't know how to please you, uh, you're going to have to tell them. Tell or show, right? Yeah, then in order to tell other people how to make you happy, you have to know what is happiness for you what makes you happy who are you what do you want right what's your truth so looking at the outside is really not great comparing yourself to others are not great because that's going to give you unclarity you you're not sure you get more blur you're, you're more like uh, unstable you gotta look within yourself and what, what a boring world it would be if we were all alike <laughs> i mean why why would you even want to compare yourself to somebody else we can admire other people i mean i could sit here and rattle off a list of a, a bunch of things that i admire about erica but there's one erica in the whole world and i love that because that means it's fun to hang out with Erica because Erica is not Sue and Sue's not Erica and we don't want to be each other, but we have a great time together because, you know, we're individuals that happen to, you know, resonate with one another and we have great talks and we have fun together. We got each other's back. Yeah, um, we are different too. We have a lot of different opinions, yeah. but we still accept those differences, you know, yeah. um, Free society means you don't tell other people to see the same way as yours, saying whatever the view. You respect other people's point of view. Don't be so emotional and attacking other people to say, I'm right, you're wrong. You know? Well, you had said this in several of our episodes. Um, and Brent and I were, my husband and I were talking about this yesterday. In every single society on the planet, we all want the same things. Doesn't matter what our religion is, how much money we have, whatever, what kind of food we eat. We all want safety. We want the ability to make a living, raise family. If we don't want family, we want to, you know, like pursue our dreams, our jobs and everything, but safety and kindness and and the ability to make a living right Hello. that's what that's what and sorry i missed the most important one love of course that's what every single human being on the planet wants peace too. peace peace just just to, and so i throw that in with safety right if things are peaceful if we're not warring if we're not arguing with each other then we feel safe um Everything else is extraneous. It's just extra. It's like what makes us unique. But what brings us together is so much more important. Um, so, like, I just can't see the point of people 
uh, wanting to, to impose their beliefs on others. Um, yeah, duality is it's not fear. about uh, 5D way of living. Like, it's not the one way. No one has to conform into one way of something, right? I'm not, everybody do have a different opinions. Everybody do have a different truth. That's okay. It's about how do you harmoniously come together while you are having a different point of view? You know, that's yeah. the growth as who we are as a humanity. That's really important. But you, you know, you and I take responsibility for our own choices, our health, uh, what's in our environment, our way of life, you know, that sort of thing. We take responsibility for that. So um, if I'm not feeling well, I recognize that I have to do something for myself to feel better, whether it's emotional, physical, right? Mm -hmm. The people that are trying to impose their opinion on somebody else, I believe are acting out of fear because they fear that if that person doesn't believe the way I do, either I'm wrong or something bad's going to happen to me. And there's not a lot you can do with that when you're in um, a, more of a 5D consciousness, when you recognize that the only thing you can really do is get away from it. Arguing with that fear is not going to change it. Yeah, it's gonna be so stay in your side. Yeah, yeah, just more things to be upset about, and it, it lowers your frequency. And just stay in your sovereignty, believe in yourself, know what you know, and be open to learning what you don't know. And um, if people don't agree with you, don't worry about it, it's okay, it really yeah. is. It's okay to, to agree to disagree or just walk away. Yeah. Because not a lot of people are emotionally mature, you know? So some people get very reactive when you happen to have a different opinion on something or make you feel guilty because you don't think or, you know, look at the things in the same way or not conforming to the majority. But bottom line is what makes you happy what you think is your truth right so mm -hmm. stick to that and then respect yours as much as you're respecting other people which is which might not be same as yours or totally different but you know that's what freedom is yep so any i like it any last last tip to our um viewers Stay in the heart center, baby. Go with that. Don't don't let the mind talk you out of what the heart wants. That's yeah. it for me. What about you? Anything from you? To add how to how to tell mind is talking. Mind is talking always based on fear. So when mind is preventing you to do something you really want mind want to talk you out of doing something because of fear-based reason. So watch out for that. Yep. Okay. So next week, Sugana, I'm going to talk about more interesting subject and I'll see you guys next week. Please share and subscribe. Bye. <laughs>
Okay, so that's good. Thank you so much for listening. See you guys next week. Bye.